0: Yeah, I don't really like go out to like do sales and stuff like that. So when like people, when I actually go out, people are like, "Oh, you're doing well." Then I'm like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. really? i <laughs> we doing well." You know, like, it's just like, yeah.
1: Hey, this is Shuvo, and I welcome you to E-commerce Growth Podcast. Here I talk about how you can turn your e-commerce store visitors into repeat customers. Every week, I bring a successful e-commerce store owner or a thought leader, know the untold game plan behind their success, and share them with you, so that you can achieve the same growth for your e-commerce business. In our today's episode, we have WeE, the founder of MojiMoore Furniture. Wee is a malaysia based barrister and a model who always aspired to become an entrepreneur. To materialize this aspiration, she established MojiMoore Furniture. But what makes her company stand out in the Malaysian e-commerce area is the skyrocketing growth that she is making happen. Today, we will share with us what specific marketing and business strategies she adopted that is currently increasing her revenue at a rate of more than 50%. So,
2: Wee, tell us a little bit about it yourself.
0: Hi uh so if i i'm actually a qualified barrister, and previously had a background in law and right now i'm managing a furniture e-commerce startup in malaysia yeah
2: so you came from a law background but you are currently managing an e-commerce store so what actually motivated you to pursue such a challenging career because you know e-commerce is not that easy right you need to be innovative you need to be up in the trend you need to understand your user base as well so what motivated you
0: uh okay so what motivated me i think like uh, if you talk about me as a person i always like love challenges and Mm -hmm. i kind of like i breathe from failure (laughs) and i love challenges i love to like start off my comfort zone so um and e-commerce space actually like exactly exactly like provides that to me and especially if, um, especially in a startup so um, I love to new, learn new things and then uh, so as a business um, owner I need to like learn new things I need to be the first one to learn new things then learn it create a system and pass it on so that is really something that um, I really do enjoy and yeah and the opportunity came to me right after I finished my um, my law degree And qualify as a barrister, and actually, I did like uh, receive an offer from a bank in London, but because like I think that uh, the fast-paced industry maybe suits me better, so I listened to my heart and pursued the career, and I have been in this career for um, half a year right now. Yeah, six months.
2: All right. So tell us a little bit more about your e-commerce store.
0: Uh, e-commerce store? OK. Yeah. OK, yeah. So, um, so we actually, uh, it's a subsidiary from a main company. Um, the main company is focused, uh, they are specialized in um, heating solutions. So it's like um, air conditioning. So it's like big, those big air cons that you see in those um, big shopping malls. So they are OEM OEM manufacturer for that, and we leverage on their manufacturing capacity to manufacture furniture that specialize on um, that specialize for online businesses. So uh, when we design our furniture, we design it um, to be co- delivery cost efficient, and also like um, easy to be assembled by customer, and. Um, with that, that is like our main, our main core, um, unique point. Then, um, if I talk about history of the business, um, it all started last year around around October. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so we came up with this idea that we think of utilizing the scrap metal from the main mm-hmm. company because um, they do like big projects. Uh, they are like one of the top manuf- um, OEM manufacturers for um, daikin. Those big players big icon um, players in malaysia so we're thinking like uh we can utilize a scrap metal to create a furniture then we started r d we started looking into market what is in demand the market of course like that is first starting out like there's so many like try and errors and we have created i think like um 10 around like 12 products um and the only like Product that really hit the market hard is our, you know, basically it's our thirteen product. That's our side mm-hmm. table, and we have sold like four thousand units, um, okay. up to date. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. So the R and think it lasted. I remember, I, I remember like uh, it lasted until like, um, around April, and then in May when I finished my um, my barrister paper, that's when like it really like the marketing side really started off. Yeah.
2: All right. So I think the name is Mojomore, right?
0: Yeah, it's Mojomore.
2: Right, so basically you came into the furniture because you, you already have some sort of relevance in the other company, the parent company, and that's what make you uh, go into the furniture world. So, I mean, uh, e-commerce when it comes to furniture, is a little bit tricky model as well, because uh, sometimes people need a lot of modifications. So how, how do you normally handle that when people ask for, changes or things like that or do you just sell specific models
0: uh yeah because um actually it's our business model Is not because our furniture are mostly made for online so when we create furnitures like uh there's a certain limitation to the delivery depends on the career mm-hmm. service uh we don't really do customization for now okay. being we do we do like do a like minor customization. So if the original um item is like right, hundred cm, so customer want like okay. two hundred and twenty cm, that we can do it. That is a like, minor customization. Or they want a black color, change it to white color. Those are stuff that uh we will happily like do it. Okay. If um those major customization like you want a uh we just yeah actually we just did a customization for a customer um. Uh, he's like in the renovation industry he wants mm-hmm. like a hanger that is hanged to like the ceiling and mm-hmm. hanger need to like, have a load bearing of 100 kg yeah those kind of stuff we do of course like um if they're budget allowed because like we can't okay. those kind of stuff we can't do it cost efficient so um if a budget allows we will still do it yeah so but we that is not our main that's not the core business yeah so that is, okay. like, by project basis and by, like, um, of course, on the client's budget as well.
2: Okay. So who are your normal target customers? Are they mostly business or they, they are normally like B2C, like, family people or something like that?
0: Yeah, our customer is, uh, our missile model is B2C. And target mm-hmm. customer is around, like, 25 to 45 years old. And usually, like, um, right now it's around, like, 60% 60 70% female and the rest of them are males um yeah i'll say like um, most of them like either housewife or like office mm-hmm. workers yeah so they have like um a bit more time to like spend at home and like look around and like you know like oh i want to decorate their house yeah
2: so uh, normally i mean uh how is your business growing now how many orders are you receiving on a monthly basis
0: um on a monthly basis is around thousand six i didn't really keep up. uh last month is around like thousand a thousand six hundred plus
2: yeah okay so it's, it's growing right
0: yeah every year we have around uh, around like 50 percent growth right now so it's like a very still a very aggressive like growing stage
2: okay so in terms of i mean uh, marketing or let's say demand generations what are the things you are doing to make sure that people know about your brand and the furniture
0: mm, yeah as you really mentioned like e-commerce is a very like uh, fast-paced industry <laughs> so it's no there's no like one size fit all and even like it fits um, half a year ago it might not fit right right now <laughs> so um there's no like one thing that we do it's mostly mm-hmm. like um learn from the competitors and see what works for them then we take it in we um of course we evaluate within our team and because no one no one makes a decision <laughs> it's just evaluate yeah. our team and just try it out and our market is the best like evaluator they will evaluate whether the idea works or not so Yeah, I would say like, it's more like experiment every day. It's like trying new things. Just throw it out and the market tell you whether it works. It works, then just scale it out. If it doesn't work, then just, yeah, just keep it under the (laughs) table. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I think that makes sense. Can you give us a little bit, I mean, a few examples of the campaigns that worked for you or the experiments that worked for you?
0: I'm not sure it's the same in in your, your country, but in Malaysia, like water field, water water filter machine yeah water filter mm-hmm. machine is quite a big thing in malaysia because like all our waters need to like go through water filter machine that's no like it's not like uk when you can just drink straight from the tap water so it's quite a big mm-hmm. thing in malaysia and um a lot of people realize that uh you need a you need you need you need a rack to put your water filter machine so um personally we do have the racking system but it just doesn't the, the, the product listing is just not the name of the water filter machine so okay actually what we did is just changing name changing the name of it so like when people search for it people are able to find us and by just this little simple step um it actually like boosted the sales like i think from like 1 to i think um previously it was selling at like um 50 units per month right now mm-hmm. it's selling at around um even like one campaign last campaign we saw like uh, I think one to two hundred units in like two okay. three days.
2: So what do you see your main USPs than any other other uh, I think furniture companies?
0: Uh, our main USP is uh, providing like simple and minimalistic furniture uh, with affordable price, and okay. of course our quality. Like um, we use like top notch industrial standard metal because like our main company is actually doing aircon. So the type of uh, metal they use is definitely up to industrial standard it's called galvanized metal and uh, i would say like if you go to marketplace none of the furniture makers are actually using this metal because it's okay it's not coffee <laughs> cost efficient <laughs> yeah it's just not okay. cost efficient and because like this is our main usp because the material of the metal will like ensure that um the furniture will last so much longer than normal ma- normal mouse steel furniture yeah, that's our main USB, and we can make it affordable is because like we cut out all those like middleman costs. So it's directly fresh from the factory to your house. And yeah, so when we take out all those commission, middleman commission, we transfer all those like commission back as like a discount to our customers. Yeah.
2: So quality product in a cheaper rate. Yes. I'm saying that our when you have your good. website that helps your brand as well, right?
0: yeah yeah like that's very true because like in marketplace um people go to marketplace because they trust the marketplace not really they trust exactly. the brand. <laughs> yeah so yeah that that require trust as well so like brand awareness is very important to build like a web store as well so that is the direction that we are looking at for 2022
2: yeah. uh your background in the law area and you have we have been graduating pretty recently so uh, what triggered you to take this risk? I mean, all the young populations, they are normally risk averse but you have taken a big risk after the graduations, you are moving more into the entrepreneurship line. So what was your secret?
0: Yeah, so um, I'm actually quite a logical person as well. So um, I didn't make my decision over the night. I took like uh, quite some time. <laughs> I took a few, I think, a good like two to three months to make this decision so maybe i can go through my decision process if anyone any of you guys are like in the same boat as i was previously so my first so first thing you first thing i did is like of us to like uh, gather more data so it's quite pointless to like just sit in a room and like crack your brain or what you should do you know (laughs) so just go out and talk to people and talk to people don't talk to people that you don't want to become that. I think it's a quite a good advice from my friend. So, one of my friends told me this like, my friend literally is like, don't ask me for advice because I know that you don't want to be me, you know? <laughs> so, my friend is like, yeah, so go and ask advice from people that you want to become, like people that you mm. admire, like you want to live their life. Go and ask them. Don't ask people like you, you like, you don't want, don't even want to live their life. Don't ask advice from them because um that are not. Those are not advice that is gonna be useful for you. So, I like when you gather information, ask advice from people that um, the kind of life that you want to live in. So, ask advice from people like that. Then, after gathering your data, then you need to really sit down and, of course, ask yourself, like, um, what do you want? Like, of course, okay, it's quite hard to know what do you want. It's more like I think it's a better question to ask, like, what do you don't want? Yeah. Then list down, like, what do you not want in a, in a paper. Yeah, you need to list out a paper. Like, it's useless to go through in your brain because you get, like, more and more frustrated with yourself. So put in a paper what you don't want. And from all the... After you gather all the data, draw a SWOT analysis, <laughs> literally. Yeah. So list out what are the options that you have right in front of you. So um, whether being an entrepreneur, whether um, job A, job B, job C, you know, like there's a lot of path in front of you, so you just need to make a decision. If you still start after listing everything down, that just means that you have not gathered enough data. So just go back out again, talk to more people, and come back in, and gather all your data again, uh, evaluate again, and believe me, like, trust yourself that when, when the time comes, the you will just make the decision naturally. The decisions come, like, very naturally to you. So, just do not it for yourself. Don't give don't give pressure to yourself.
2: Yeah. Well, just to summarize, then we have the Nike slogan of "just do it," but do it with more data.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm a very data person. I'm a very logical person, so just go and collect data, come back, evaluate, and have a conclusion. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Makes sense. I my my background is started from data analysis. I can relate to that.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: Well, well, thank you. We for being in our podcast today. uh, We have been
1: very inspirational. Hopefully, that will be helping our listeners as well. That will be all for today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe to my podcast. I'll drop a brand new episode each week. Also, join our Facebook group and subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already. I'll put the links in the description box. See you in the next episode of e-commerce growth.